Battlefield 3 and welcome to another Crystal Sipping, Table Flipping, Big Tipping, Panty Ripping episode of Geshcast Gaming Podcast coming to you as ever from the good ship John Barrowman, currently moored off Glasgow's famous River Clyde. I'm Gav. I'm Phil, how are you? I'm really, really good, man. Yeah, another month of gaming podcasts. Episode 15, by the 15, way. 1 5. That's a Go. lot of episodes. That's almost a oh. year and a third. Indeed, it's going to be a Sweet 16 episode next time. What are we going to do for it? We're going to have a massive party, like on Super Sweet 16. Excellent. What have you got planned? Anybody, any special guests turning up? Um, P. Diddy's going to come and P. buy Diddy's us both motors. And uh, Cooler Shaker will do an episode. I've just bought these two motors. And the wee lassie will be like, who are they? <laughs> um, how are you, Phil? What have you been up to? I'm good. We were out last night. Uh, we were also recording the premiere episode of a new podcast that we're yep. starting out. Indeed, we're going to be talking about that later on and we'll be playing a little bit of it at the end of the show, give you a wee taster. Mm-hmm. You know, guys, get your dick wet on the new podcast. Give it a bash, see what happens. Indeed. Uh, we'll also be talking about our most anticipated title of 2011, now that we know more about it, Saints Row the Third. I'm so fucking excited about we, Saints Row. We, we, we so excited. Yeah. Every video that comes, we'll get into it. Right, exactly, exactly. We'll get into uh, it. Okay, um, what else do we really have to talk about? We've got some news, we've got some games that we're playing at the moment. Mm-hmm. Why waste any time, Gavin? Let's not waste a single second on this bullshit. Let's get right into it. Good. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Once again, Hi. thank you very much for downloading Geshcast, supporting local podcasts. S- supporting the greatest gaming podcast in all of Scotland. Uh, thank you very much once <laughs> again. So, Phil, we've been playing computer games, as is our want, mm-hmm. as is our hobby. I heard that you finally settled on what games you were going to download from the PSN debacle. Oh, I did, I did. Well, I think I said in the last episode I got uh, Infamous and mm. Wretched and Clank, Quest for Booty. You've been playing a fair amount of them? I've only played Infamous. I've been playing Infamous pretty much constantly. Yeah? Uh, aye, it's been weird because I never really fancied playing Infamous that much. Uh, at the time, I think it was kind of, I get caught up in the whole prototype versus infamous mm-hmm. thing because they're both you know big sandbox games where you've got superpowers are quite comic booky uh, and there was this kind of thing you have to choose one yes you know it's like I can't play both of these games mm-hmm. at the same time so I ended up getting prototype because it was more like the Hulk Ultimate Destruction games mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of uh, and I kind of wished I'd just went for infamous because yes. it's a better game and I think it would have wowed me a lot more a couple of years ago because uh-huh. uh, it's a little bit dated now obviously but it looks great it does, it still yeah. looks very impressive. I played Infamous when it came out originally. I went with Infamous over Prototype. Yes. I'd later on play Prototype, but it was a little bit disappointing mm. after yeah. Infamous. Uh, the first time round I was a, an evildoer. It's <gasps> the kind of, what, what's the basic premise? I mean, everybody probably played Infamous by now, ah. but for the sake of it. Uh, you are play a guy called Cole McGrath, and you're given these electricity powers. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you kind of, you can, you can, uh, like the Emperor in Star Wars. Shoot fire bolts out your fingers, force powers kind of thing. You can glide and you've got this full whole city that's filled, com- like completely ram jammed with baddies with assault rifles. Yes. That are mercilessly accurate. <laughs> uh, they just com- like follow you the entire way around the city, mm-hmm. they will hunt you down. Yes, you can't stay at the ground very often. No, no. But it's a big sprawling sandbox style adventure yep. game. You can pick moral choices to either go good or bad. Really kind of comic book. Aye, uh, very stark. You know, yeah, either the epitome of evil or like a saint. Mm-hmm. There's but, no no moral kind of grey area yeah. in this game at all. I mean, it's odd because I didn't really feel. I mean, usually when there's these kind of moral things in games, I usually tend to go for the good guys because uh-huh. I just I don't know why I just genuinely feel guilty. 
If Strangely I enough, I always go the other direction and I always go evil first because I'm like, it's got to be more fun. Yeah. And I want to have the most amount of fun first and then later, if I feel like it was mm. rewarding, I'll go back and I'll do the good guy. I feel the, 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 the exact opposite because it's harder usually to be the good guy. So mm. it means that if I play through the game first and I'm enjoy it, better than me. play through it again and I can have more fun if I'm the baddie in a way, if you know what I mean. Mm. Mm. I don't know, it's weird. It's, it's just, I mean, it just shows guys that we're like chalk and cheese. Yeah. On the Geshcast Gaming Podcast, got one's greatest gaming podcast. Um, <laughs> there's, I mean, there's a few bug issues with Infamous. As you know, I'm not saying it's an older game, so that it must have bugs. But you know, I've had to restart missions a few times because certain cutscenes aren't triggering when I get to certain areas. Mm. I mean, it's happened two or three times, and I've been like stuck. I'd have to go online and check, like, why can't I go any further? Oh, it's because there's a bug. You have to kill yourself. Come back. I've, like I said, I've played it through twice. Mm-hmm. I've never seen a single glitch. I don't know. Maybe it's just I've never the, been uh, caught up in one. Maybe it was just the, the download version. There might be something to do with that. I don't I'd know. Maybe give it a bash re-downloading. Mm. I mean, well, I'm nearly finished it now, so... Yeah, I guess. Uh, I think I'm on the very last section of the game. But, uh, yeah, I mean, there's certain bits, you know, you're falling through scenery, all of it, completely through the level, you know, mm. so you just fall to your doom that way. Uh, How much more excited has it made you about Infamous 2? A lot more excited, because when I played the Infamous 2 demo, I was like, nah, you know, it's just, like, a, you know, it doesn't seem like there's anything in Infamous that you haven't seen done elsewhere. Yeah. Well, it may be done well. I've played those kind of games before, but after playing the first one, kind of investing a wee bit in the story and, you know, getting used to the way the game plays, I'm like, I could go for a second one of these. Yeah. A better version of a this. A better version. I heard he has fire and ice powers in Holy the Holy shit, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Wow. Well, there you go. I could burn fools. Did you play the demo of the sequel? Uh, I played about... 10-15 minutes I think I don't think I completed the demo I was like fuck this shit no I'm, I, I look forward to a game infamous too no. I haven't bought it yet because so many games came out that week yeah I mean I've put that on my boomerang list yeah. which I'll get into in my new section uh, that I'm bringing to the show called uh, what a boring month <laughs> <laughs> it has been a bit of a glut for news just because it's post E3 blues isn't it exactly things are kind of Keep chilled out. Yep. Uh, Sorry, I was just taking apart my Kindle Surprise Dinosaur and putting it down next to your mic. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Thanks very much. Uh, but a couple of wee gems that I found oh, upon the internet. Some diamonds in the rough. Uh, the Dark Souls Shield competition. Yes, man, Dark Souls. Dark Souls, the uh, next game from the developers of Demon Souls. Mm-hmm. The kind of you know, rock hard. Uh, Amazing game. Bleak. Adventure game that came out in the PS3. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, they are running a competition in which Facebook fans can submit three designs yep. of a shield, mm-hmm. uh, with the ultimate prize being to be incorporated in the game yes. and a place on the game's credit roll. Yeah, I'm pretty excited. Are you tempted? You're a bit of a graphic artist, there. A little bit, I'm dabbling to... in it. Yes, I think I will give it a shot. I mean, I can't not. I can't pass up the opportunity to be in Dark Souls some way mm-hmm. and you get a name in the credits. Yeah. That's pretty impressive. That's going to look good on a CV. The difficult thing would be getting something, because the, um, the game's art design is so bleak, stark, Aye. and fucking painful almost. Exactly. But I don't think they'd allow any humour. No, well, that's it. If you put like a super happy unicorn shield. Is Aye. it just to make something really fucking sweet? Like, the big throne in Game of Thrones which yeah. is just made out of fused swords of the dead <laughs> <laughs> I just I don't know I think it's weird because it's got that kind of Atlas have got this kind of weird sense of humour almost in the other mm-hmm. titles which makes me think do they want something a bit more quirky you know just have this you know big giant pink unicorn shield yeah you know, know. Which maybe they'd like that so uh, well you get three attempts to submit a design so I'm going to try 
a serious one. Keep us up to date. Right? I will. I'll keep you up to date. Post your designs up onto the website. I will. I'll put them on uh, geshcast.com. Good stuff. Your number one stop shop for gaming yeah, opinion. about... Uh, <laughs> Demon, uh, Demon Souls, Dark Souls, uh-huh. is when it is going to get released. Yep. It's coming out against a whole bunch of quite big titles. Yeah. Uh, Rage, Forza 4, Batman, Arkham City, and Battlefield 3. Battlefield 3. Battlefield 3. Well, only, I'm only interested in Batman, I'd say, out of those. Mm-hmm. But so it's, it's, it's scary for that game. Shortly right? after that uh, launch period, so at the time of the launch period, it'll be thick in the campaign for Skyrim as well. Yes. So yes. it's going to be difficult to get people to drop money on a game like mm-hmm. that already. I mean, it's already quite a hard sell considering it's I'd the reputation of Demon Souls being so unforgiving. It's definitely become one of those games though where it's kind of hipster to play it. Ah, uh-huh, you go. It. Yeah, you, I, I don't think it's that hard. Well, it's. I think Dark Souls is going to ride well off the back of that. Mm. But mm-hmm. I don't know if the market's going to be well, it's, it's a niche market already mm-hmm. without uh Because Skyrim does look amazing as well. Skyrim looks incredible. You can't, even though, I mean, it's a massive, massive studio. I'm just getting both. It, I love fantasy, man. Guys, <laughs> we can buy both. We're upwardly mobile young men. We've got um, expendable income. Expendable relatives. No. You're <laughs> expendable relatives. Uh, there was a rating on a Korean uh, website for a PS3 version of Limbo. Wow. The previously Xbox Live Arcade exclusive. Exclusive game. Uh, another think, kind of hipster game. Uh-huh, aye, very much so. Like uh, Shadow Puppets, Silhouettes. Yep, on like a 2D plane. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, I mean, I played the demo of it. It was okay. I don't know if I'd drop the full... I know that Chris price. was right into Limbo for a while. Uh-huh. Chris, he, um, yeah, he really liked it. I did. But... Uh, <laughs> We'll have to we'll have to try and find his views. Indeed, no, we'll, PS3 version. I'd love to get him back on just for even just to talk about Limbo. We'll try and set it up for the people at home. That'd be good. They'd love that. Uh, uh, other than that, the only odd thing was Nintendo giving a briefing mm-hmm. in uh, Japan about you know. I'll give you a briefing. <laughs> anyway, in which uh, what's his name Iwata uh-huh. was talking about how uh, the more traditional controller the Wii U is mm-hmm. going to get back a lot of those core gamers that they lost yeah just because of the dual analogue mm-hmm. it's, it, it's more in line with what people are used to now mm-hmm. you know people like I could never play a first person shooter with the Wii remote mm-hmm. this is something that they'll be able to use you know I still think they're going to have to bring out a more normal mm-hmm. controller as well yeah I think they, if they just bring out a standard like, classic controller say, Aye, it's got a fucking dual stick on it again yeah Oh, it's fucking massive. It's got a big daft screen in the middle. Yeah, I know. But we'll see. You know, we'll see. They make dazzle us. They make mm. surprises. I mean, look how surprised we've been with the 3DS. The other thing they kind of quoted, obviously, is bringing back a lot of core gamers was the high-definition graphics mm-hmm. of the Wii U. Aye. It doesn't matter what the game come out. If it's not in high-def, no one's going to care. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. But a lot of people, obviously, are quite happy. Because that's the way it's going to stagger the release with the new consoles. Mm-hmm. A lot of the games are going to just be ports. Yep, absolutely. And an awful and, lot of ports in the Wii U. I mean, and I'm happy with playing games on my PS3 and Xbox. Yes, and I've already bought them once. Exactly, so I'm not going to go out my way to get a Wii U just to play games I can play elsewhere. The other funny thing is, well, do you remember after the GameCube, mm-hmm. the Dolphin, as it were, when yes. it started, and there was that uh, updated Zelda game mm-hmm. everyone went shit mad for? Yes. It was like a wee tech demo. Out the gate this time, he's just gone. Look, that was just 
uh, a demo and it was made in a relatively short amount of time. Mm-hmm. So there's no further going on. No, no. You know, there's hopefully not going to be that same level of people just saying, when's that Zelda coming? That Aye. Zelda we saw. When is that Mario 128 that I saw coming out? <laughs> exactly. Never had closure on that. Continuous. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, there we go, Phil. That's, that's pretty much it, man. There wasn't an awful lot of stuff. There happening. wasn't an awful lot of news. I'll tell you what we'll do then. Obviously, I'll... there was the stuff about the First Amendment ruling in America, about we games being protected. But jack shit about that. We know nothing about American politics, so what's the point? It's Why? protected now. Free speech. It means that you can have anything in a game. Get away with you it. You can say anything you like. Well, speaking of having anything in a game, how about the new Saints Row 3? Indeed, uh, Saints Row 3. You are blasting through this trailer. podcast. Well, you know, why not? <laughs> Um, I, the new Saints Row, uh, they released, the Volition released a gameplay video mm-hmm. in which they showed a little, you know, section of the game, they had a little dude narrating it, and yes. it looks fucking outstanding. It really does, the, the demo showed a really kind of slick looking guy with awesome hair, like yep, beautiful. Uh, Captain Apollo in Battlestar right at the end of the series, <laughs> when he has ridiculous, yeah, massive hair. space hair. Yep. And he does wear a space suit at one point it in the demo. It looks amazing. <laughs> yeah. it just off, right off the bat, you see it looks a lot better than Saints Row 2. Oh, um, better. It t- Saints Row 2, while it is one of my favourite games, if not my favourite game of this generation of consoles, mm-hmm. it does look dated when you compare it to other sandbox titles, like uh, like even Grand Theft Auto 4 that came out at a very similar time, and the difference between the two of them is yeah. massive in terms of look. Yeah. Uh, much more stylized, but it definitely did look dated, even when it came out, if, I think. I'd say if you compared it to this, the... GTA 4 mm-hmm. now yep. uh, GTA 4 looked like it was always a bit foggy aye, aye, all so the time that's not there it's as crisp as you, as you like so yes. none of that and, but a more cartoony kind of look oh it's it. definitely more kind of stylised look to it but it's I think even then even when Saints Row 2 came out I remember thinking this is a little dated looking oh yeah Saints Row 2 almost looked like a good Playstation 2 game aye but again, it made up for it completely with its content, and yeah. that's the, the main thing. It looks like the new game's going to be much more ridiculous, which I was worried that they were going to tone it down. Because mm-hmm. Central, the success of Saints Row 2, in a way, I thought they're going to go for something massive with the third one, yeah. which it seems they are, because I mean, there's pre-orders already out for it, There's the game boxes are out in shell, so it looks to be a big release. I thought they'd try and maybe tone it down a little, because they didn't want any kind of controversy, or. but it looks like it's just going to be daft. Yeah, that's what um, I want. Uh, better than that, though, is just... The <clears throat> all the flourishes that have been added to just your movement when mm-hmm. you're walking down the street. It shows you. It's going to sound really base. Fucking shows you like you can run past anybody and basically do like a running bulldog on them. Yeah, exactly. Slam their face into the ground. Big kind of wrestling moves. And just, just so many more options. But really fluid. Not like the animation stops, switches. Uh, the camera switches and then it, the, the camera's like pans around rather than cuts to a predetermined. Yeah. Sort of place. The uh, motion when you run to take a car. If there's already somebody doing it, well, I think it was a parked car originally. A parked car. He'd run along the side of it and then rather than stop, open door, yep. get in the car, just leapt straight through the window, yep. sitting down the car's going. And the car was going like within two seconds. I hope they keep the thing where you can jump on the bonnet of the car and then hit the wire. And you're immediately in the car. I yeah. hope they keep that. has been in the well, last few games. This goes as fast as that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. And it, I don't know, just all the wee daft things that I, I saw in the demo that I love, just like the Johnny Gatmobile. Yes. Uh, Johnny Gat, one of the big characters from Saints Row, just a massive big cartoon head on the front of a car with a flamethrower in its mouth. Yeah, perfect. Brilliant. The human rocket cannon thing. Mm-hmm. The car that sucks up pedestrians or yourself and will just fire you out of a giant cannon across yep. the city and open a parachute. Yep. Saints Row 2 was 
such a good laugh. Mm-hmm. It was, I mean, it was just a fun. pleasure to play. Yeah. I'd love it if the third say anything about online co-op or. I'm sure it will have online co-op. Yeah, I mean, the second one had. Um, if they're going to make the playground so. that much fun looking, they've got to just open it up for yep. more than one person then at once. Absolutely. I mean, he's in the big daft jump jet. Yeah. A big, giant, crazy, futuristic jet. Transforming. Oh, just so good. It goes from a hover mode to shooty fly mode. Shooty fly called? mode. Uh, that's called... Forward momentum. Ultra mode. Delta. Ultra the, Delta the, mode. The army call it Ultra Delta. Uh, um, even, I mean, you see the... Uh, well, it better have the English accent in it. When you yeah. can choose your character, it needs to have that English accent. Mm-hmm. Uh, otherwise, I'll take it right back. It just looks like the level of customization is going to be huge. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, it showed you one of the game modes, like a mayhem game mode, which if you played either of the first two, you yeah. probably know you have to cause as much destruction as you can in a certain amount of seconds. But this time, you know... You're in a tank. Give you a tank. Yeah, uh, I would just give you the tank rather than... Yeah. You have to find something. Uh, it just seems to be it's just all... Right up, all up, right up front. Mm-hmm. They're not hiding anything. They're just going right. Do you want to go mental? Here you go. Here's a game where you can go crazy. Say, it's going to be as I hope, obviously it's going to be more fun than mm-hmm. Just Cause Two. Yeah, but it's going to look better than Just Cause Two as well. Yeah. Just Cause Two was gorgeous. Yeah, Just Cause Two is underrated. I think in mm-hmm. terms of how it looks, because it's not Stillwater this time. It's like that's a different place. That's a different, different city. Steel Haven. Steel Haven, I think. I. Uh, or something like that. This time round, the Saints are like uh, really well known, established brand. Aye, kind of like a like a Jersey Shore kind of you know. Yeah, aftershaves and colognes. Yep, uh, it's just great because like you'd see them like when you're in the city, you're just like in the car, he starts doing like spins, like yeah. burnouts, and people are around the car Everyone going like yeah, dancing around them. they'll start dancing. You're like wow, and then you just play right through them. <laughs> it just it gives, lets you let out those most base fucking horrible urges to just. Inflict yeah, damage it, on the public. It's just a daft game. It's just a daft game, exactly. <laughs> With a great soundtrack, I hope. Again, yeah, as oh, well. hopefully there's more uh, deadly sinners. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's more three inches of blood and um, fifty cent. More paramour. Speaking of fifty cent, yes. Oh, let's go into this. Eh, how'd you like that? Yeah, huh? And uh, we're talking about a new game that we bought. Phil and I went into Game Station and bought a new game, five pounds each. Mm-hmm. Laid down for fifty cent blood on the sand. Yes. On the PS Triple. Now, this is quite an interesting game. <laughs> it is an interesting game. We got this, um, did I say, sorry, we got it from Game Station? Yes. Do you have an HDMI cable, sir? Why? Oh, are you just asking me? Ah, uh, would you like to uh, pre-order I, I, no any time. games? Can okay. I just buy this? No. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just buy this game, please? Do you have and a Wii, sir? And leave. I've got a second-hand charger. Oh. Uh, okay, so 50 Cent Blood in the Sand is a very interesting game. Uh-huh. Very interesting title, indeed. It's so fucking ballsy from the immediate off. Oh, it's so crazy. Just your 50 Cent in some sort of nondescript Middle East mm-hmm. uh, city and you've just performed a gig. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, so, uh, we well, better go off and get paid. Yeah. In fact, before that, when he's walking off the stage, he has grenades on him. <laughs> you can't perform in a Middle Eastern country without grenades. Without grenades? Without some pineapples. Hanging off you. We've got to go and get paid. Uh-huh. Goes up to the end of the corridor, whips out a fucking shotgun, kicks the door open, just shoves it into the guy's chest. In the promoter's face. Where's my money? Where's my fucking money? Uh, oh. Is that how that happens? That's how 50 rolls, man. And that's why he's now banned in most of the Middle Eastern countries. I mean, the promoter says to him that he doesn't have the money, but he gives him a diamond-encrusted skull, mm. and uh, which is odd enough that I'll give you this diamond-encrusted skull. He was into it. He was into it. I mean, definitely, uh, DJ Wu Kid does say at one point, look at that ice, man. 
Well, it's fair, it's fair point. So, I mean, fair enough. So they take that and then subsequently his diamond skull is stolen mm. by some crazy Bond villain looking women mm-hmm. and uh, gangsters. So what follows after that is a pretty standard, bland, but ultimately entertaining uh, third-person cover-based shooter. Mm. It's not unlike sort of Gears of War or Army of Two, and it also draws heavily from The Club, yes. uh, which was a game developed by Bizarre Creations, who made uh, the Geometry Wars That's series. That's what I like about it, though. It's such a mishmash of our games, and it mm. all kind of worked. And I wonder if Fiddy approached them, or they approached Fiddy. There's so much in it. It's such a vanity project. It is, but... but- He's, if you're rich enough, mm, could you do fuck it? Not. Aye. If he's rich enough and he goes, some, even if somebody came to him and said, we want to make a game, mm-hmm. and he said, yeah, I'm imagining he was quite heavily involved with the process. Yeah. Why would he make himself out to be such a meat-headed bully? Such an idiot. He's a tough guy. I mean, tough he people are just like, at one point when someone comes up to him and they're like, oh, I'm your biggest fan. Oh, I love you so much. And he's like, hey, shut the fuck up. And you're like, is that how he acts in real life? Is that how he wants himself to be portrayed? Because for all intents and purposes, it's meant to be set in... In real world. In the real, yeah. in the real world. Prime. Um, in the game, you've also got to say it's like the club in a way because you've got uh, lots of targets that are hidden around the, the mm-hmm. levels. And you, you shoot the targets, there's like five targets in each level you've got to shoot. Posters to collect around the levels, that kind of thing. Uh, there's kill multipliers and you, know, you kill one guy, you've got a certain amount of time before you can kill someone else um, and that racks up your multiplier. So that's quite fun, and it's mm-hmm. not something you see a lot. It was in the club, and I can't really think of many other games that have that sort of thing. No, I don't know. That was good news. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but, I mean, it's just... It's fun to play, and it's not awful original. I mean, it doesn't have an awful lot of originality, but what it does have mm-hmm. is a lot of 50 cents swearing. Oh, I you can just click the right, the left stick. Yep, you just click the left stick. do a wee swear. Fucker. Bitch. Oh. Like that, I mean, it's just it's clear that if I... If this game was, you know, starring a character like, you know, fucking John Gunplay, let's say, and it's just a generic character. Yeah, it wouldn't, I wouldn't it'd be boring. I wouldn't be interested at it, all, you know. Shove 50 Cent and uh, Tony Yeo uh, exactly. in the mix. And, of course. And there. It's also, you sent me a text message when <clears> you were playing it. Yep. Talking about how, who was it you were going, 50 and. DJ Wookid. DJ Wookid giving you runny unders. Yeah, he was giving me runny unders and boosts all over the place, man. <laughs> I was ready for a yeah, Army of Two moments, but with just two amazing rappers giving each other a boost over a wall. <laughs> exactly. It is very much like Army of Two in places, you know, there's all sorts of sections where you'd need two people to get up over mm-hmm. something. And there is online co op for two yep. players. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's a very ridiculous premise, and it saves what, an, what would be an average shooter. From kind of mediocrity, you know, it takes it, lifts it up slightly, makes me want to play it. Me there's also a driving section. Yes. Indeed, where you're driving along and you have to just, it's really it hor- just it's horrible to handle the motor, but uh, it's fun, it doesn't last long, and uh, you're, you're right back into the shooting action. But I think for those that are repulsed by the hip hop world or kind of misogynistic overtones, they should just probably avoid it. No, I think they should play it. It's only a fiver. I know, it's only a fiver, but I mean, it's still be outraged by something. I what saves it? What saves it for us is the fact that we like hip hop. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you really hate hip hop, you will no doubt really hate this game. <laughs> I like the Fifty Cent jokes that are in it as well. Oh, the guys! You like... will find him in the club. <laughs> <laughs> so daft. But yeah, I mean, for a fiver, you can't really go wrong. So I say I'd give Fifty Cent Blood on the Sand for the PS3 six point seven out of a possible nine point four. That's good. That's a good score. Yeah, that's a good score, isn't it? Uh, what else have I been playing? I'll just tell you very quickly because I don't I haven't been playing any new games, mate. Mm. 
new games are for suckers, even though quite a lot of new stuff came out. <laughs> I was really tempted to get Duke Nukem Forever. Yes. Uh, but I didn't because the reviews were so shitty. Uh, there's a thing about that on the blog, which people can read, There's about my thoughts on it. We did try and get the Velvet Glove on to, to discuss, and we had a few technical problems, but what I'll do is try and get in touch with them later on, on a one-on-one basis. We'll patch it in. Indeed, because you've got to hear the Velvet Glove people. I'm going to try and make this guy famous. I'm going to make him a star. Uh, I got a 3DS, did we mention that? Ah, uh, yes, you got a 3DS, a Nintendo third-dimensional system. That's what it's called? Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. So far, I've only played uh, Pilot Wings on it and yes. uh, Zelda when that mm-hmm. was released. I got it like two or three days before Zelda managed to trade in Pilot Wings. How was Pilot Wings? Did Pilot it, Wings was all right. Did it live up to like twenty years of height for people looking for a Pilot Wings sequel? No, 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 not at all. Pilot Wings, it was there wasn't an awful lot to it. No, there was like three different game modes of vehicles, right? And then each of them had a bunch of different challenges, which were just uh, go through a target or pop a balloon, you go through or rings or something yeah. like that. Uh, it wasn't, but I, I was never a big Pilot Wings guy. No. But I imagine even for the biggest Pilot Wings person, it still feels a little bit more like a demo than it does. Ah, a just a tech demo. Here's what the technology can do. Yes. Kind of thing. But I guess that's what launch titles are meant to do. Absolutely. And even try to judge Zelda on the same mm-hmm. basis, you can't because it was a, a fully fledged game before it was. Indeed. Yep. Exactly. But I mean, for it, the sake of the remake, uh, mm-hmm. it does look gorgeous. It does look really good. Yeah. I don't think the adverts on TV do it justice because they blow up so large. Yes. It makes it look like shit, but mm-hmm. when you see it on three in three D on the three DS console, mm-hmm. it looks magic. It looks cracking. Magical. Uh, Magical. Hey. So I'm working my way through Zelda again. Again, one more time. One more time. And it's nice to say there have been a couple of moments so far that I've got, you know, taken a couple of minutes to remember what I'm doing. Or yep. Even be like, I'm going to have to come back to this when I remember right. how to do this. And we'll that check a strategy guide. <laughs> I'm going to have to go on a walkthrough, an FAQ. And a FAQ. Uh, but the 3D in Zelda is definitely a lot more impressive than mm-hmm. it is in Pilot Wings. Uh, just because it makes more sense in a game that isn't quite as... Pilot Wings, there's a lot going on at once. You're yep. going over a, a huge landscape. Mm-hmm. Try to do that in 3D, it's quite distracting right. at times. Maybe not distracting, but not, it just doesn't... Doesn't pull do together, really. But Zelda, the 3D works really well, mm-hmm. and it's going to be interesting to see what other ports from yeah. the N64... Mm-hmm. I'd see Blast Core, man. See if they, if they say we're going to just redo Blast Core in the same way, mm-hmm. I'd buy a 3DS. It's like if you took, I don't know how to describe it, there's something about the stark nature of the surroundings of an N64 game mm-hmm. where there's not much going on in like the yeah, makes of you Hyrule. appreciate what you're really yeah, focusing yeah, so on. Yeah, they stick a nice texture on a few objects rather than try to stick too many textures on hundreds of objects yep. and clutter on the screen. So it looks really nice in 3D, especially mm-hmm. when there's you know a cutscene moment where you're just like, whoa, this looks gorgeous. Whatever, mate. Yeah. Uh, the other things on the 3DS that I really like are the wee extra mini games. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, things like the Face Raiders, uh, the Face Raiders, the Face Raiders. Things like Excite Bike 3D that you got that was free, free on the store. Update. Uh, you know, in the Street Pass, of course, you've had quite a few encounters. I'm doing well in the Street Pass. Yeah, I am uh, up to about 25 people. Ooh. Uh, and then you can use those people will give you uh, money. No, they give you either puzzle pieces mm-hmm. or they will accompany you into the dungeon in the RPG. It's so game. weird, like that's built in. Mm-hmm. There's a built in like dungeon crawler RPG. Yeah, and it's a really like held back one as well. Like even if you went in there with a full squad, mm-hmm. 
uh, you only get so far. Uh-huh. And I don't even know if it goes beyond that one screen of the map, which has like maybe 20 different rooms in yeah. it. I don't know what happens when you get to the end of that. It might just restart. Aye. I would imagine... It, but I, you, don't, I can't imagine there'd be a lot of content there after you've... I don't know. I don't know. There's about... Say, 20, 15 to 20 hats right. that unlock through it for your me character. Uh, and I've only... I'm about... Say, two-thirds through the map. I mean, there's nothing to stop them from... You know, once you've done something, there'll be a download on the store. Yeah, absolutely. For extra things like that. I mean, that's the great thing about it. They finally got their act together with the store. Absolutely. That, so, all that stuff's a lot more tight. You can play just straight with a credit card rather than yeah. finding about Nintendo points. That's what um, they need to do, man. They can't... Like, things like friend codes and all this bullshit, they mm-hmm. can't keep doing that. I haven't played any multiplayer yet, but I don't know what the rules are on the 3DS. I, I think but nobody else has one that I know. Yeah, I think everyone's got friend codes. Yeah. But... I don't know, there's something to do with it. It's only for one, you only have one friend code right, rather than each game having a code. Rather than, uh, so, rather than dynamic, exactly. Um, so you're happy with the purchase though? I mean, it's not, you don't you don't feel ripped in any way? No, for the first, up until the point where I actually got into it, I was certain I was going to feel ripped off. Uh-huh. Just because, you know, there's not much out for it. Things like you moaned for it for so long and then you got it. It's like, I thought I was going to be ripped off. <laughs> But there's just not a lot for it at no, the moment. No. And uh, if I didn't have Zelda, if I still was just playing Pilot Wings just oh. now, then yes, it would have been switched off. But luckily, Zelda is a great game. Yeah, so. exactly. It stood, stood the test of time. Exactly. And uh, but I don't know if there's anything coming under it. I mean, the next big one's probably Resident Evil Three Mercenary. Yes, Mercenaries. Three D Nursery. Which is the timed little mini game that was originally in Resident Evil 4 where you yes. just had to survive as long as you could mm-hmm. against oncoming waves of yeah. zombies I, which I don't think will work I don't know how interested I am in fast enough. when it comes to things like that and like Horde mode and Gears of War and just see which waves of enemies I've, I've never been interested in that no I didn't I didn't mind it in Resident Evil 4 but mm. that was different then the mini games meant a bit more in a game that wasn't yeah. online the only time mm-hmm. I've ever really enjoyed anything like that was in Time Splitters 2. Mm-hmm. And the game could be, you know, the one you've got the you've got to defend an area from zombies. Yes. I love that. But that's the only time I've ever enjoyed that in a game. Yeah, no, it's different now that there's multiplayer and yeah. stuff like that. It's just not as mm-hmm. interesting to have a mini game attached to the side of it. But I don't think it's definitely not a full release title and mm-hmm. like that'll show. Capcom handheld games, mm-hmm. first wave, you know, a bit it's of backlash. Just not gonna be good. I hope they go out of fucking business. <laughs> I, I just, I don't know what it is about them. They're just like, can we just come up with shite ways? The, the whole point about Mercenaries game is that you can't erase the data from the cartridge yeah. at any point. So no matter how far, if you buy a pre-owned copy and somebody's completed the whole game, yeah. all you're going to do is be beating his high scores. You're yeah. not going to unlock it and can't reset the cartridge. Uh, it just seems like such a ridiculous method. To try and fuck people. <laughs> I mean, I don't think it would really bother me um, so much, but at the same time, you know, if you've got a game and someone's already unlocked everything, you know, I mean, you're kind of doing yourself out of that, but I think that's going to be the trade-off in the future for buying a pre-owned game. You know, not only are you getting, uh, you're getting the game a little cheaper, but there's, you're going to have to, you know, pay a price for that almost mm-hmm. in a way, you know, you're not going to, you're not going to have the joy of unlocking things. Yeah, but the... Our side, it seems to be a lot of retailers were just like, well, we'll just not buy it back. We'll not take it. It's pre-owned. Aye. So then it's, it's damaging the retailers. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, even at that point, though, the I don't think they care about that because they don't. the developers don't make any money from the pre-owned market. Yes, no, so, they don't. Yep. So they, I, I, I mean, understand they, that they've got to do something yep. against 
uh, protecting their investment, but mm. uh, I'm just not sure if they go about it in the right manner, and mm. they just it's just bad PR after bad PR after bad PR, uh, and yes, you've got to protect your property, but you, you want to just cut off your nose while you're doing it. Yeah, cutting off your nose to spite your face. Exactly, just do it well, rather than being like, well, no, I'd you can't play with this. A little boorish. Buy another one. <laughs> Buy another one. <laughs> You want two copies? Buy two copies. But 3DS, thumbs up, double Good. thumbs up. Two thumbs up, do thumbs up. I'm going to do everything in 3D now. Ah, well, that's it. I mean, our life's a guess in the 3D. Oh, uh, blah. The other thing I've been playing recently, as I say, I've not been playing any new games. Mm-hmm. But I did get cracked down to about two months ago. Mm-hmm. And I'm only just now playing it. Uh, original Crackdown, Phil, big fan? Yes. Good. I also have Crackdown too. I have, I have both of them. Now yeah, we yeah. cannot play it together online because no, neither of us have Xbox Live Gold. Xbox Live. Uh, they keep trying to get me to buy gold on when I go on the Xbox. It's like, you know, get gold for one pound and you go in and you get like, aye, one month. Mm-hmm. Oh, great. Aye, for quite a um, No, thank you. It's not interesting. Nah. The only thing that did interest me slightly was that they do the deals. The weekly deals are now gold exclusive. Mm-hmm. Uh, that has reduced price content, but the good deals are all for gold on- only. Gold. Gold. But then again, I'm paying to get better deals, so it again, doesn't really trade off, you know. PlayStation Plus. Exactly, the same kind of what's deal. What's going on? Uh, the Crackdown 2, I mean, the original, that's one of my favourite games on the Xbox still. Crackdown the original too. Crackdown. Uh, it was an open world game in which you were a kind of superpowered comic book yeah. <laughs> cop. Indeed, uh, you, know, you just kind of go through and you increase your abilities until you're like the fucking Hulk. Mm. You know, you can just jump for miles and like you know pick giant things up and throw them around. Although you're supposed to be like a peacekeeper. Yes. Uh, I mean, there's so many similarities between the first game and the second game, uh, which is no surprise because it's a sequel. But they're so similar. It's almost in the skin. It's, 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 in fact, it's like an expansion pack for the first looks, game. It's like plus point. It looks prettier. But then they took away a lot of the character to it. Yeah, yeah I mean, it looks nicer, but not by much as well. Mm. It's not a huge leap, I think, for Crackdown 2. Uh, playing it, I see it almost seems like it's just an expansion pack that should have been released six months after the original. It was a shame, because Crackdown was looking like it was going to be a big series. Oh, when they released, when they said, like, Ruffian Games formed and they were like, oh, we're doing Crackdown 2, I couldn't wait. I thought it was such a, oh, I can't wait, there's going to be a new Crackdown. Oh, I can't wait to see how ridiculous it's going to be. Again, that's a game that was... You saw a lot of potential. Yeah, just ready to be. It was ready, and you think, oh, the sequel's going to be so good. And then they stripped things back in the sequel, like when you levelled up in the first game, you got into a car. Uh, when you got into the agency vehicles, they would morph into a certain form depending on your level. Mm-hmm. And the second game doesn't have that. They've yeah. just stopped that. Just took that out. Took that out. There's a lot less characters in the city. It's just a lot more, I don't know, kind of grimy, dilapidated. There's like mutants and zombies running about, and you just think, I really wish you hadn't gone in that direction. Yeah. It's just really weird. I mean, it's kind of... They just didn't push anything. They pushed no. nothing. I mean, it, it, does, it has all the, the... I don't know, it has all the kind of... I don't know what the word is. The faults, I guess, of the original. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I mean, the targeting's shitty. The auto-targeting might you know, target someone miles off when you want to shoot the person next to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, things like that. You know, the hand-to-hand combat's terrible. You just fly right by somebody when you try to punch them. Um, there's no real incentive to drive any of the vehicles in the game because you're so quick and agile. You know, the, the vehicles aren't fun to play around in. Yeah, some of them are a bit more of a laugh. I quite like the rebug with the minigun straps. Oh, like the, like the agency vehicles but, are okay, but your standard kind of yeah, everyday vehicle. Yeah, I've one of the standard vehicles, yeah. I'll be honest with you. There's, I mean, there's no point, but I mean, it does I'll have... I'll be honest with you right now, I've never set, set foot in a car. Are you going to be 100% honest with me here? I am Amish. For once in your what fucking life. What is this life? microphone? 
Um, the also though, but I mean, I don't want to make it sound like it's a crappy game because it's not, because it also has all the the originals, good points as well. I mean, it's great, it's still fun to play. Um, compared to other sandbox games, the city's quite lifeless, but there is a massive city to get yeah. and to you know search thing. You can use your super agility to run about and jump all over the city, collecting those little agility orbs. That in itself, I'm not one of these guys that likes to collect things and yeah, has to get 100. Kind of but you see an agility orb like across like the town, and you're like, yeah. I'm getting that. What and annoyed me was just some of the missed opportunities in it. Mm-hmm. Do you remember in the first Crackdown games, it's the same area, yeah. just set like a couple of years later, 50 yeah. years later, maybe. Right, so it's essentially the same map as well. Yeah, yeah. And what were the standout moments? The first one that came to mind was, well, I'm going to that cave that was just full of nuclear warheads. Yeah. And I'll see what's happened there. Something amazing must have happened there. Yeah. You get there. No. No, no, it's just a yeah. big cave. Exactly. Like, why not put something in there? Even a baddie. One, one guy. I just... Something odd, a statue, uh-huh. anything to just at least mark the fact that the first game existed. Yeah, it's just weird. But I mean, all in all, it's probably worth getting. If you've not played one or two, I'd say maybe get two because there are slight improvements in the looks and stuff like that. Mm. But mm. I don't think you'd be missing out much if you've already played the first one. I don't think you'd be missing out on much if you didn't oh, get cracked into. No, it's a bit, it was just a cool missed opportunity. I do. I mean, it makes it sound like I really like I don't like it because I do like I will play it through. Mm-hmm. I've only started. I've only played a couple hours worth of it, and that's my initial impression. But I will end up completing it because I do still like Crackdown. Uh, I feel it's got potential, and hopefully they make another one. Mm-hmm. And it's you know what we hoped it would be. Did we discuss Just Dance yet? I don't think so. Just Maybe. Dance. We both thought Just Dance for the Connect. <laughs> we did, we did indeed. Uh, I've not played it nearly as much as I hoped. Uh, I've been Because it is genuinely hard work. It is hard work. You do sweat. I played the first five songs yep. and thought I'd play them till I can do all of them on hard to a decent level. Yeah. And I could do it and then you go into the next block and it starts to get difficult. Yep. I thought, right, I'll slide right down to the bottom of the list and have a look. Mm-hmm. Aye. The, the last those, songs... Those ones are going to be difficult, but... Yep. You're willing to put the time in. Well, that's it's like anything, really. I mean, you, you are you going to look cool though? I'm not sure. Yeah, I mean, it's like the first time you played an FPS ever with dual sticks. Yeah, and you're like looking up and spinning around and looking at the air. You, you have to get used to a certain type of new game, and mm-hmm. this is a, a completely new thing to us. Exercise, <laughs> um, and you know, it's just an odd thing that you're you're in your living room dancing, mm-hmm. making sure the curtains are shut. Yes, absolutely. So it's a bit of a weird what about, one. Uh, the UFC personal trainer game that's coming out for the oh, Connect. I'm interested next in this week. This week, it makes you seem a bit more manly. Than yes, it's definitely playing a Zumba. Manly approach to the, and I think in some shops in the states they're doing it. So you get that, and you'll get a copy of the UFC Undisputed game. All right, I could it. go for that. So they do something like that here. I may as well. Up. I would have waited until it dropped. It's but odd if you give me a UFC game with Brock Lesnar on the cover. Uh oh. With BL, I think what what puts me off slightly is that my 29th birthday is coming up mm. on the 27th of July. Right. Uh, I promised that I wouldn't start really exercising until I was 30. <laughs> I made that promise to myself. Yep. I said I'm <laughs> going to just eat, eat like a pig and get fat as fuck, <laughs> let it all slide until I'm 30 and that's when shit's going to get hectic. Uh-huh. Um, so I'm like, mm, well I get it, that would mean exercising. That's against the rules. That's against the rules. I know, I really should just start, I'm getting bike. I'm getting a bike soon, man. Yeah? Hey, man, I'm getting a bike soon. You're going to cycle around the globe? I'm going to be cycling up to your house and back. Yeah? Yep. Cycle to the shops. I'm going to cycle to the shops, I'm going to cycle to the lochs. It's going to be incredible, and I'm going to be exercising more, I'm going to get thin and trim, 
you know what? It's gonna just, just forever. I'm gonna live forever. Get never get old, never die. Good man. Um, so anyway, uh, the Kinect. The, uh, the UFC game I'm probably going to get, especially if I see a version that comes with the actual UFC game. Yep. Whether or not I'll carry it out, who knows? Yeah. I'll I'll mean, a bash. It'll be interesting to see how they lay it out if it's going to be like, hey, listen up. I'm going to try, get the, <laughs> well, mm-hmm. I'm gonna try and get the wife on board. Aye. The two of us sitting playing it together, sitting playing it, standing, mm-hmm. sweating. If, if they're, as I say though, if they're going to push this whole tough guy, mm-hmm. you know, come on, maggot, get up. You know, it depends what else you need as well, because she must need like a mat uh, or something underneath you. So already it starts to be like free weights, something else I'm going to have to buy. Well, that's it. You can't. It can't be with nothing. Mm. Little wrist wrist weights. I haven't seen any boxes that come no. with anything, so I'm guessing if there is any kind of weights you need. And maybe just all to do like kind of dynamic tension and stuff like that. You know, it's just like a what you call how would you call your man? He's in the back of all the comics. Um, Atlas. Yeah, uh, Tony. It's all about dynamic yeah, Tony tension. Atlas. Tony Atlas. Uh, Charles Atlas. Charles the world's most perfectly developed man, or yeah. whatever it was. Um, I mean, so it might be just to do with that, about building muscle and you know, just general fitness, cardio, and mm-hmm. that's what you really need, I guess, to yeah, be a fighter. That's true enough. Uh, in my fighting days, cardio was very important. <laughs> <laughs> what else you got, Gav? That's really been it. I mean, as I say. What a boring month. <laughs> it's not really been I much know, I know, it feels a bit bad to even... Uh, ordinarily, maybe we did just skip this month because there was so little going maybe on. I'm, maybe we're just jaded, man. But I mean, I'm looking for news that interested me. There was nothing. Uh, I tried to look for games that are coming out in this next month mm-hmm. that I'm really interested in. Not a lot. Not a lot. I mean, I've put... I'll tell you what, I've got five gems on my Boomerang game list, right? right. I've got Child of Eden, mm-hmm. Transformers Dark of the Moon. I mean, I'm a Transformers fan. And it's made by the guys that did War for Cybertron, so... Yeah. Give it a shot. Shadows of the Damned, Infamous 2, and Fear 3, or Fithriar, uh, as it's called, which I might end up just buying if it doesn't come through, because, of course, it's written by John Carpenter and friend of the show, Steve Niles. Good stuff, yes. A pedigree. Uh, a high indeed. pedigree. And now the game's out, if you want to go back, I think it's on episode 7, Making Hay, is the episode that we had Steve on, mm-hmm. and he talked about the, you know, the, the, uh, how he wrote the game, etc., with John Carpenter, which was great. And about his turtle, Terrapin, what is about it? About his, uh, yeah, his, his tortoise. Uh, Gil. But yeah, I mean, even that, like, even with Transformers Dark of the Moon, the film comes out officially today, I think. Yes. Uh, so I'll probably go and see that tonight. And I know the game is probably going to suffer being a movie license. And it's, uh, I mean, War for Cybertron had its faults as well. Mm-hmm. But I'm still interested to give it a shot. You know? what I read of it was uh, War for Cybertron was, you know, at least a decent stab mm-hmm. at one continuous storyline. This game is very much jungle level, ice level, volcano level. Right, right, right. Uh, but there's supposed to be some really sweet bits in it. Kind of yeah. air, the aerial. That's what really... Star screen. Yep. It's supposed to be really cool, isn't it? Yeah, I'll give it a shot. You know, on the back of giant Autobots and stuff. And yeah. it, taking off and well, I mean, that's the great thing about uh, having a rental service is you can just say, like, fuck it, I'll put it on my list. Yeah, absolutely. And then so, if it's good, you can always go back and buy it later. For the sake of three quid a month, you know? But will I buy another Transformers movie game just for the inevitable £3 download of an Optimus Prime skin? Like you did last time and then, then punted it. Immediately sell it on because I'm like, that's good. But I realised I did that with uh, WWE All-Stars. I bought the, the extra characters. Mm-hmm. I got like three new characters and then I think I traded it in the next day after playing them once. That was smart. Aye, it was pretty stupid. It was only like one fifty nine. Aye, you'd be able to pick it back up when it's like seven quid though. And mm-hmm. you'd be oh, extra characters. I'm interested in this new WWE game, uh, WWE 12. 12. Uh, it looks quite interesting. You know, they decided to just scrap all the bullshit from... Yeah, good. You the SmackDown vs. Raw franchise kind of coming in. And, uh, it never had anything to do with SmackDown vs. Raw anyway. No, so that's it. Just a name. 
the SVR, but did you see uh, the... <laughs> they were showing screenshots of the game, mm-hmm. and people complained that the belts were too small, so they made them massive. <laughs> They've made them big. The belts huge now. It's like, yeah, big belts. Fat belts. You sold me on this game. Uh, no, it does look interesting. It looks like a bit more arcade as well, mm-hmm. like uh, All Stars was. We'll say that it's not going to be all you know, using the right stick to do all your grapples. It's going to be buttons, you know, yeah, face yeah. buttons for doing all your actions, which is good because I prefer that to be I honest. I don't like, yeah, waddle sticks. It's mm-hmm. a bit detached. That's why I couldn't get that. I bought the MMA game that was mm-hmm. like six pounds and right. stuff. And uh, that's all oh, stick motions. Stick. I mean, you think it's a good idea. I mean, it's good for the boxing games, uh, Fight Night, etc. This is similar to Fight Night, but I just don't dig it. I no. don't like it. Mm. Odd. Odd. Uh, so anyway, do you have anything else you'd like to talk to the gaming public about? Or adoring public? Or I fans? I think I do, man. I think it's all about... Uh, thin on the ground. Any Indeed. celebrity gossip you got from him? Um, the... Sort of following Nicola Roberts on Twitter. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, did I tell you who's on Twitter that I was following? Alex Lovell. Who's Alex Lovell? Alex Lovell, um, again, the Velvet Glove and I is a huge fan. She used to present Brain Teaser on Channel 5. Alex Lovell on Channel Alex 5. Alex Lovell. Yes. You can follow her at Alex Lovely. Because <laughs> she was so lovely. She was so lovely back in the day. <laughs> I have a special place in my heart for Alex Lovely. Um, no, she's still nice looking. She's just, um, I think, Father Time's just weathered her looks a little. Yeah. But, you know, happens to us all. Age Disney come itself, pal. No, true enough. Well, uh, why don't we just say thanks to everybody indeed. for downloading the show again? Sorry, it was a bit of a slow month. Indeed, it was a bit of a slow month, but that's not our fault. It's the fucking game industry. Aye, blame the industry and blame us for nothing. <laughs> uh, well, that's your whack, folks. Uh, thanks very much for downloading the show. As Phil said, you can reach us on email. Uh, at gesh at geshcast.com mm-hmm. and on Twitter at geshcast. Mm-hmm. Remember, please to check the website geshcast.com. Give us a review. Yep, jump on, on iTunes. iTunes um, review us and subscribe. Never grow old, never die. And this should now go to the first maybe 10, 15 minutes of the new podcast. That's now. right. I, before we leave you, we just want to let you in on a new endeavour, uh, which is called Murphy vs. Blue. Mm-hmm. It's a competitive podcast about two men vying for superiority over each other uh, and we're going to play the first 10 minutes or so please feel free to give it a listen and we're going to get more information on the Twitter yep. when the show's coming it's going to have its own Twitter its own website its own blog etc we're okay, putting sure enough we're putting uh, all our weight behind this uh, we'll take it easy I guess. Oh, oh oh wait wait if I may stop you here Phil what's happened we need to announce the winner of the competition oh, from like yes. three, well three episodes ago well remembered um, we were inundated yeah. with uh with entries. My letterbox fell off the door. Well, that's it. The postman came out and told me to stop it. Oof. He said, quit it. So why are you delivering my emails? But uh, the competition winner uh, mm. we picked out of the Magic Gesh hat was, uh, well, not Gabby's full name, but it's, uh, I'd say, Barry R. Mm-hmm. Barry R, you know who you are. <laughs> so if you want to email us your Get contact details uh, to gesh at geshcast.com send us uh, your contact and we will send you a Geshcast competition winners t-shirt and Gesh get your fun pack exactly uh, the pictures of us may not be forthcoming we may send you a doodle <laughs> <laughs> here is a drawing of what I look like I got punched in the face so I have a black eye so I can't take any photographs he's got a giant steak on it right now uh-huh. oh you know you can't do that mate the germs and the meat right Anyway, play this podcast. The Germans and the meat? The Germans and the meat. Cool. Thank you very much, everybody. Domo Arigato. Take care. Viva La Raza.
Welcome to the very first edition of Geshcast, second podcast oh, on the Podcast Network, Podcast Empire, uh, Murphy versus Blue. I am Gav. I am Phil. I would just like to welcome you along. For the people who have not been following the Geshcast gaming podcast, shame on you. Indeed. <laughs> this is electric so far, isn't it? Indeed. Well, what we've got for you here, we've got two titans of testosterone, two colossi of competition, indomitable idiots who are going to be putting down some challenges. People uh, want to introduce you to our closest friends, Murphy and Blue. Murphy, hello. Hello. Blue. Hi there. Electric podcasting people. <laughs> okay, so what's going to happen is essentially we're going to lay down a challenge to Murphy and Blue each episode. We're going to mm. tell them something that they need to do and come back to us in the next episode with their findings whether they have to make something, whether they have to come up with something, they have to do something that's going to get your votes because you people at home are going to be voting on who wins uh, through our website and on zoomerang.com. Exactly, there's a voting system. Oh there's dear. a goddamn voting system. Are you ready for this? <laughs> the overall winners over the next six episodes, so it's going to be six episodes released monthly. At the end of each episode, we're going to uh, have the vote. The ultimate overall winner is going to be proven to be the ultimate male out of the two of you. The alpha dog. The Alpha Dog. No, so there's a lot in this, boys. There's a lot in this. How, how do you feel about it? There is. I'm feeling pretty, pretty good about it. Pretty confident about it. Pretty confident, yeah. Slight amount of nerves about it. Smugly confident? Well, I'm not smugly confident because I don't really know the full potential of my com- uh, my opponent, my component yeah, uh, just yet. Can we just kind of introduce the idea if we could kind of break it down? I've known Murphy for a good couple of years now, probably mm-hmm. kicking on a decade or something. Mm-hmm. You guys have known each other since, what, birth, inception? No, I'd say I've known, I've known Blue probably since just about leaving high school, so I'd say maybe about a decade or so. Maybe just over a decade. Aye, we've been in bands together, we've been in bed together, yes. we've been everywhere we've together. Been through hell together. Hell and back. And, well, and that's also not to say that necessarily I'm going to be strictly supporting Murphy and you're not at all, not at all. I mean, I've come into, I've, I've come in partial, but we've just for some gap support. I've come to loads blue a little over the last decade. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but no, I, I, I would really like to think this is going to be an impartial. And I mean, the fact is, Phil, we're not the judges here. The good people at home are the judges. Exactly. So, irrespective of our feelings on these two, these I think two we ideas. both dipped into our well of chums. Yep. and said the chum bucket would be best up for it who would most represent the thrill of the challenge so, so hang on can, can one of the can one of us ask a question so you guys aren't going to have no. any kind of look our input is going to be purely to set the, the scene and to make sure that you know your presentation of how you guys are referees it's essentially we're not, we're, we're Wait, not referees. I wouldn't say glorified referees I'd there's, say. No, there's not going to be any t-shirts like a Team Murphy Team Blue t-shirt no. you never know what will happen down the line you never know what will happen on Murphy oh, versus Blue and what I want to say at this point is <laughs> I, say, I want a cut <laughs> <laughs> of that guest casting money and all the money we've made from the gaming <laughs> podcast so far spent on mics I know. <laughs> so far, we're about eighty pounds down. <laughs> Once we break even, then I we'll talk it. about profits. <laughs> but and so, what we'll do is, what we're going to do now is, we're going to speak individually to each one of the contestants. Just get a little bit to know, little, you know, know a, a little we, bit more about a them. A taste of them. A little taste of them. A little taste of their tip. Uh, so, what we'll do first of all is, Andrew, if I could ask you to leave the room, and we're going to talk to Sean Murphy about his life. 
We're going to play some amazing music now. Hands up. Right, so we're back. We're back in the cold chamber. This is what we're calling the kind of one-on-one sesh. Yep. We're just going to do it. I don't know if we're going to do this every time. Maybe, we don't know. We'll find out how this one goes. Maybe Depends on how entertaining I think it would be interesting to get our viewpoints across. You know, Absolutely. You know, it's good to see how you're doing in the challenges, etc. Uh, we're here with Sean Patrick Murphy. Yeah. Uh, Sean, how, time. before we get started, we're going to get the social media involved here. How are people going to contact you? Um, well, there's several ways. Um, <laughs> hopefully, hopefully not through porn sites, but uh, maybe your Pornhub username. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, obviously, Twitter first yep. and foremost, yeah. which mm-hmm. is at Pokeshawn. At Pokeshawn. Pokeshawn, like, like Pokemon, po- but with mm-hmm. Sean. Sean yeah. But with Sean, it's very clever. Because I'm that It's a good yeah. name, man. Yeah. I can do that. No, I love Pokemon, but I, there's no way to shoehorn Phil into Pokemon. I could pick a Pokemon. Yes, yeah, so I was going to say, is there many L's in Pokemon? Yeah, you can maybe that, go with that. that anyway, way. we're getting away from the point slightly here. <laughs> Sean, I would like to ask you a few quick questions. So okay, we know that your full right. name is Sean Patrick Murphy. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you could just tell us quickly what you think of your opponent, Andrew Blue. I respect Blue. Yeah? yeah? Seems like a, he's a sound guy. Um, the few times I've met him and been around him, but uh, we'll see. Yeah, you'll see. Oh, it might change. Oh, it might change. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I think he's a sound guy, but it might change. Yeah, it might change. Depends mm-hmm. on how, uh, how, how well competitive would you say you are? Probably up there about maybe 10 out of 10. 11 yeah. out of 10, yeah. Going up oh, maybe an 11 out of 10, did you? I've chosen well, man, as my champion. You really have. I mean, I don't know how competitive Andrew is. I don't think it depends, he's depends. I think he's 11 it out of 10. It depends on my, my villain, though. You know, I've got to have somebody good. Well, that's it. You're going to need a Moriarty to your homes. Yeah. You can see a lot of the psyche there. Yes. He considers yeah. himself a hero. Indeed. And, and his enemy, mm-hmm. the villain. Exactly. Well, that says a lot. It that does, says yeah. a lot. Um, why will you win this competition? It's because I'm the best. Really? Yeah. At everything. At everything? Pretty much. Whatever you turn his hands to, he's just... Yeah. Midas like? Well, maybe maybe not the best, but definitely above average at everything. And yeah. would you say blue's average, so that's why you're better than him? Yeah, because I'm right. above average, so... Well, no, that's fair enough. That's fair to say. All right, well, with that then, I'd just like to say thank you very much, Sean, and we'll get uh, Blue in here for his comments. We'll be right back. We'll be right back in the cold chamber. Andrew Blue. Andrew Blue's here with us in the cold chamber. Andrew. Hi there. Hello. How are you? I'm good, yeah. You feeling nervous? I'm no, yeah, I wasn't kind of expecting the whole kind of... You passed Sean on the way out the door, though. There was a little bit of friction in there. Uh, He did, yeah. He uh, tried to elbow me in the chest. Uh Uh-oh. Things are turning ugly already. Famously, this was fragile chest. I've got a fragile chest. There's a broken heart in it, guys. There's a broken heart in there. Rattling around inside (laughs) Swinging brick. (laughs) So metal, Andy. um, So what we'll do is we'll just ask you the same questions that we asked uh, Sean Patrick Murphy. You're Andrew John Blue. (laughs) Andrew John Blue, how can people get in touch with with you online, maybe Twitter? Uh, it's uh, Blue Aru. Blue, blue Aru. A-R-O-O. Okay. Yes. Nice breakdown. I'll let you know right now, Sean didn't bother to actually spell out his Twitter name. I'm just saying. Yeah. I'm just saying I'm just that for saying. the people at home if there's going to be some voting going on. Yeah, Clarity over None. something else. Uh, if you could give it on a scale of 1 to 10, how competitive do you think you are? Oh. It's probably about an 8 or a 9, to be honest. An 8 or a 9, yeah. really? Ooh, ooh. Oh, interesting, interesting. I'll note that down. I'm, I'm kind of competitive. But I'm not in a kind of... I need to win. It's more of a kind of I like to win. I don't really like to see people beaten. Would you like, like to say to... that you live to win till you die? Yeah. Mm, interesting, awesome, interesting. I'll note that down. With that awesome baseline. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what do you think of Murphy as a competitor? 
As a competitor? Mm. Yeah, what do you think of Murphy as a person? I think Murphy's a very nice person. He said that about you, he said you were very nice. Was it those words? He said you were nice. He said you were a sound guy. A sound guy. Yeah. yeah. I think I think Murphy's a he's a he's a genuine chap. He's um I reckon he's reliable. Mm-hmm. What do you think of him as a competitor though? I don't think he's got any chance. <laughs> oh. Nice man, I like that spirit. I like that man. Yes. I do like that. See, that's the that's like the eight, that's, that's the eight or the nine there, man. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly, that's the eight or the nine coming out. Yeah, well, yeah, I'm, I'm, I like helping people. I don't like people seeing people lose. <laughs> I like helping people. Oh, you <laughs> saved a drowning girl. What? I did. I, I did. That's true. You, you saved did. a drowning girl. Was a genuine hero. Um, yeah, as a genuine. Well, so are you. You saved a baby today. Gav, I don't like to talk about my work. <laughs> my philanthropy and uh, <laughs> baby saving work and baby saving work. We'll tell you about that later, but. Oh, okay. uh, Okay, and, and so why will you win Murphy versus Blue? I just think I'm, I've got better than, than Murphy. Nice. I reckon, than... <laughs> I reckon uh, Murphy's too laid back to grab the prize. Ooh. Would you say Murphy's kind of average? I would say he was above average, but not a lot above average. Interesting. Very interesting, in yeah. fact. Okay. Well, thank you very much for your time, Andrew. Is Thanks for joining us in what we're calling the coal chamber. Local. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's back in the room. Everyone's again. back in the room, and we are celebrating, hella celebrating. Woo. Episode one <laughs> of Murphy versus Blue. Yep. Thanks for giving us a bash. Yeah, thanks for giving us a bash. I mean, can, I, not... can I just say? No, I fucking Murphy, away, Murphy is texting on his phone. Freeze bits. Because... interrupting my mics and all sorts. Were you playing wait, it? Wait, wait. I'm actually just uh, facebooking that I'm getting involved in a challenge here. I'm trying to drum up some votes. Ooh, oh, I like it. well, I like you know, it. fair enough. Oh, it's exciting. I mean. At the end of the day, I mean, it's kind of cutting off your nose to spite your face. Is that the right phrase? Who knows? Eh? Fuck it. Anyway, so we're back. <laughs> what would you do? We just spoke to you both separately. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Took you into the cold chamber. Very interesting. Right, the cold chamber now. Very interesting. What I thought. Given your candid thoughts, we asked both of you how competitive you both thought you were. Are Murphy. We- are we doing this? Are you kind of sharing information? Mm-hmm. Why not? Mm-hmm. All right, okay. we're an open podcast. Murphy, it's you said that you were... He can listen to it, remember? Like, I exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go, folks. That was the first 10 minutes of Murphy vs. Blue, the latest podcast to come out of Geshcast Entertainment Social Hub's Central Cortex. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope you'll give it a try when it comes out. We're hoping to have it come live over the next couple of months, but you can find out more details about that on the blog, www.geshcast.com or through this podcast. Thanks very much for listening, folks. Take it easy. Bye. Battlefield 3, and welcome to another crystal-sipping, table-flipping, big-tipping, panty-sniffing, Episode of Gesh Cast Gaming Podcast. Panty sniffing. I know, I just thought I'd, no. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I'd put that in, but it doesn't sound right. Do that again. <laughs>